of the sports reality. My name is Jeremy John. I'm here with my co-host. Enrique Conde. What's going on, everybody? And we have a guest in the building. Introduce yourself to the world for us. Yeah, I, I go by the Dark Prince of Malaysia Hour that's coming up um, after this show. So, um, yeah. You get me two times tonight, people. Two times. <laughs> we're going to talk about sports this time. I'm going to tone it down and let everything lose for our show. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. And welcome to the sports reality and we have our wonderful engineer slash producer jordan in the building hello how's everything with you awesome guys pleasure to be here it's uh good to uh see you once again and especially after a cowboys win right you know since i started this job i haven't seen a football game in like six weeks <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's good to see. Number one, right? I think we beat up yeah. right? Yes, yeah. beat, the, beat the Giants. We'll definitely talk about that later in the show. We have a lot to talk about. Going to get into uh, the NBA and Derrick Rose. Going to talk about the NFL and uh, the game of the week. We'll definitely tell us, tell y'all what our opinion is on the Broncos and the Patriots. Uh, talk about uh, Jameis Winston and the scandal that's going on in Florida State. Mm. And our topic of the week, athletes whose career has been cut short due to injury. We'll definitely get into mm. that. We have a list of athletes. And if you would like to chime in during that segment, uh, you can call us at 240-389-3915. You do sign language? I was trying, but I failed. I, was all good. <laughs> I failed from the two. I was like, eh, 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 give up, give up. So, yeah, so uh, let's just get the show started and start in the NBA and talk about, unfortunately, another injury by the Chicago Bulls guard, Derrick Rose. Man. Torn meniscus last Friday night versus the Portland Trail Blazers. That was sad. Yes, very sad. And he's going to be out for the rest of the year. Decided to uh, get surgery for this. Um, pretty much what does the future, um, how does the future look for Derrick Rose? Okay, um, just very quickly. I, I like to look for silver linings in between clouds. So, you know. I'm glad the meniscus was on his other, oh, there's his, his other leg, right? Yes, it was yeah, the uh, right other knee. knee. Now, meniscus, it's tough because, you know, hasn't happened to me, but looking, you know, knowing people and, you know, who play professional sports, so on and so forth. A meniscus is serious. You know, granted, you know, ACL, like all of that stuff is serious, especially when you make your living, jumping, running. Basically, you make your living with your legs. Right. Now, the future for Derrick Rose, it's going to be tough. 
like that road is going to be real tough, you know, because I know he was being very cautious with his other leg uh-huh. since he just, you know, and I, I believe he made the right decision with taking, you know, most of the seat, well, all the last season off or, you know, before he came back so he could have time to heal and gain his confidence. Granted, the doctors may tell you that you're good to play, but, you know, psychologically, you may not, uh-huh. right. you know, so he, and plus, you know, he has a wonderful supporting cast, you know, granted, he's the front man of the band is how we like to say it, you know, playing music and so, so on and so forth. But I feel like his, he can still go. He has some years left. I don't think it's the end of him. A lot of people have said that this is the end. He won't be the same, you know, but no, he can go a little further. Uh, what do you think, Rike? Um, surgery, surgery, regardless of uh, what type of surgery you're having. Um, I don't know if this makes any sense, but to say the meniscus is the lesser of all of the ligaments to tear in your knee, because you can come back, and athletes who are training like you know around the clock and that's their job can come back within three months from a meniscus tear, even with surgery. I remember when I was out the country with my mom, she tore her meniscus, didn't even know for a while. Like it's kind of one of those injuries where you think it's like just i don't know maybe you twisted your knee or something like that and then you figure out oh you tore your meniscus you have surgery you can bounce back you know from it quick but my thing about him is all these injuries eventually are gonna are wear down somehow they're gonna wear down on your body somehow so it's just like and he he plays so hard he just plays so hard like he goes to the paint hard he jumps hard he's explosive and when you're getting injuries like this to key parts of your body, I mean, an injury is an injury, but your knees, your ankles, right. I mean, that's not like your... That's like your base. That's not like a bruised thigh or something uh-huh. like that. If these are, I mean, key areas of his body that he's injuring. And these key areas are areas that he needs because he's super athletic, you know? He relies on his burst of speed. He relies on his jumping ability. So if... He doesn't continue to add more to his game. Like, he's added a little jump shot. If he doesn't continue to add a little bit more finesse to his game, I think he's going to have problems. I think his career is going to be shortened a little bit. If he can't figure out some right. way to add a little bit well, to that, his that, game. Well, to that, that comes with adaptation. Like you know that, you know, I won't be able to drive hard to do in, in the pain and do all the stuff that I used to do. So you're going to have to do something to kind of compensate right. or overcompensate. And he like, started you know. to because yeah. his jumper's a lot better than what it was before. Oh, but he has yeah. to continue to add. Um, yeah. I don't know, maybe average a couple more assists a game. Just figure out how to how to work around this, figure out how to bounce back, that type of stuff. Right. Actually, you know what? Like You mentioned his jump shot. And the thing is, I really... It's been like the past two, maybe three seasons I've actually been paying attention to the NBA. Because before, it's like I would only watch. It's almost like college. Like, yeah, wake me up when it's like near the playoffs or around the end of the season. But these early games tell you a lot, you know. And like, especially when you get into the whole, it's almost like watching, for me, it's almost like watching like a TV series when you look at the character progression from the beginning of the season to the season finale. Mm-hmm. You know, like you get to see like how these players progress throughout the season, how they play. When you actually watch and study the game, that's the point where I'm at right now with NBA. I think it's because I've been playing a whole lot of, you know, 2K13 slash, <laughs> slash 2K14. I haven't <laughs> stolen it yet, so I haven't gotten it yet. Mind you, now... 
that actually makes me, you know, any sports game that I play, like it gets me more into the actual game itself. Right. So I've been paying a lot of attention, and these guys, like, you know, I'm, I'm excited every season. I was like, wow, you know, before where I would be like, you know, whatever about basketball season, I'm actually excited to like when basketball season is started. And the games that I've been watching, you know, like even when Rose came in, I was like, I wanted to watch those first few games to see how he responded to the surgery. You know, he was kind of like not really timid, but very cautious about driving into holes, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know, once he gains his confidence, it's like, look, your leg isn't going to fall off. It's okay. Just go ahead and do your thing. He'll get into his own rhythm. His jumper has definitely gotten better. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when he comes back next season or whenever the case may be, his jumper may be even exponentially better. And he may, like you said, throw more assists be more of like a floor general and delegating what goes on versus trying to do all the work himself. Right, and that's going to be necessary. And a supporting cast is important in that as well. Right, and they're, they're going to struggle without him. Now, um, the Chicago Bulls did make the playoffs last year. They made did. it to the second round without Derrick Rose. Um, how far do you think they'll get in the season without him again? Uh, East Coast, and they might make the playoffs again. Um, yeah. That wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me much, especially how the Nets are starting out. I mean, I don't, I don't really know. You know, the East is a, again another toss up again. I thought the, I don't know. I just thought the Nets would be what di different from what the exact opposite actually of what they are now. Mm -hmm. So I still, I still am a firm believer that the East is kind of a toss up. Anyone can get that seventh, eighth spot. Well, um, let's move on to John Wall and talk about a team that may make the playoffs. This I year. would love to see that the Washington Wizards. If my are, Washington Wizards, yes, even just—I mean, even just barely get in, get that eighth spot. You gotta I make improvements. Will be excited. Yeah, I would too. That's a big. I mean, that's a big step. They they won twenty games last year. Twenty. Uh, it was our twenty something. It was, it was nowhere near thirty. Right. <laughs> All right. Now the Wizards. Now. I remember for like for two years they made it to the playoffs that first round. They played Cleveland, I believe. Cleveland, they and kept they, on running into Cleveland. Right, and they would they lose both times. Yeah, every time they lost it. And it, it was just like and for a while it was just a downward spiral that didn't stop. It didn't. And then it was one of those things where when you look at sports in this area in this Washington region, you know, it was it was it was terrible. To the point where the Wizards were a joke, you know, put them over there with the Raptors and the other team from the South that Jordan owns. It sucks. You know what I'm saying? Probably and <laughs> Right. I wasn't. About you to know. be the Hornets again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like it, it, it was very sad. So then you just expect that. But I've been paying attention. I'm like, you know, and the thing is, John Wall has been pretty consistent. You know, it was just the rest of the team. Because you, it, it's a team game. Right. You know, you can't do it all. Like, even if you score 60 points a game, you can still lose if your supporting cast is yes, mediocre or some garbage. But I feel like even last season, they didn't have a so, like a so hot season. But I saw, like, glimpses of greatness in their game. Granted, they lost. But there were some games that they played with some top-tier teams. And it was so close. You know, so t this season is not a surprise for me. Um, I do see them going into the playoffs, and I hope that they do well. Yes, and talk about John Wall. John Wall, the last three games, has scored 30 points or more. Mm. Average how many, about, about how many assists? About seven or eight assists mm. during that's, that stretch. Didn't he hit like a career high oh, like a week or two ago? I think so. I the, can't yeah. remember how much. That's big. So. Like averaging 30 points and still, yeah. it, I mean not averaging, but getting you know 30 points in the last game, still distributing the ball. 
that's big. And um, another bright point of the Wizards is um, Bradley Bill. You know, he's injured right now, but like, uh-huh. and and having Trevor Ariza come back, it's just like have pieces. But I still feel like they need, and and if John Wall can continue averaging thirty, that will be the piece that I think they needed. They needed that consistent score, like uh-huh. kind of like big score, because they have a bunch of. Role players. Role players. Decent, you know, mediocre to good role players on the team. I mean, they have a little bit of all, but they just needed that 30 points a game. The 30 points a night type thing. 20, you know, 28, you know, points a night. And if John Wall can keep this up, which, I mean, I don't know. That's asking a lot. No, it's a long season. I mean. And it's a long season, yeah. I mean. Like you're playing 80 plus games. Right. Like it's. I hope he I hope he paces himself well. I, I want to see them do well. I'm always you know because I live in an area. I want to see area teams do well. Right. He just has to figure out a way to 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 make it come easier to him. Like you know. Yeah. Because he's figuring. I mean, he's figuring if he can figure out how to consistently score. Right. I mean, they'll be they'll be in good shape, and I definitely think they'll get the eighth spot at least in the playoffs. At least. Okay. No, One I bright spot that. for the Wizards so far is uh, Nene. Has not been injured yet. Yeah, that's also big. And, <laughs> you said yet. Good point. And, and I, I'm crossing my fingers. You talk about Nene's injuries like Tony Romo in the fourth quarter, my friend. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's something, interception. Something yet. will happen at some point. Hopefully, it doesn't happen with Nene this season because that was a big um, crusher last year. They had a stat last year when they had um, Nene Beal. And John Wall together on the floor that there were so they I can't remember the exact record, but it was so much more over 500. Right. right. And right. when all three of them played at the same time, the problem is last year they had the issues with the injuries. Right. Hope so far he's doing pretty good because right. usually at this point of the season, he's, he's already out yeah, for two weeks. Yeah. As, as you mentioned something that was very intriguing when you. For, for those who are not stat whores, mm-hmm. the stats tell you a lot about the past. You know, like even the history class, you know, uh-huh. history tells you about present times and the future and so on uh-huh. and so forth. You mentioned a stat when the three of them are there and they're healthy of how many or X amount of games they are over 500 versus so on. And so, you know, like I've really gotten into the stats because it kind of gives you like a... Like a forecast of what they're able to do, kind of tells you what they're capable of doing. Exactly, and because he's stolen the game, I mean, look at what they're doing. Yes, yes, yes. Pretty hot. And they had a good game last night. Yes, they did play the Lakers without Kobe, but still, it was a good game. Right. And ended very well. The Lakers without Kobe, you know, are kind of like the Bulls without, they're still a good team. They're still pretty good, so it's still a solid win. And about last night's game, shout out to Tacoma Academy. Yes, my alma mater, my Got current place of employment, Tacoma you to, Academy. You go to TA? I went to Tacoma yeah, Academy, we and there. I currently work you at to Tacoma yeah. Academy. Yeah. You didn't. Wait, what do you know about TA? <laughs> oh. Why are you laughing, man? <laughs> what do you know about TA? We'll talk about it later. Continue. Gotcha. Shout out to Home Academy. Yes, they yeah, sang shout the out to TA. <laughs> Remember me? No, but go ahead. They um they uh sang the national anthem last night at the Wizards game. Yes. Second time in as many years. So it's good that they're out there and getting the exposure. Both Let's sh- both <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. There must be something he knows. We're gonna get we're gonna get to this after the show because I wanna hear. <laughs> Let's move on to our top plays of the week in the NBA. Jordan, we have three plays to show everyone. If you could just queue up play number one for us. So that take the camera off me. <laughs> <laughs> play 
play. Basket and flooding the lane with defenders, it leaves the help side guys open. The air ball and the heat on the attack. Here comes LeBron. Nobody. Oh. Oh. He just blasted through Grandma's house and woke her up. Wayne was on my Facebook page. And um, to play number two. That was a good play. LeBron with the pen and tomahawk. And the Wizards turn it over and get it right back. Wall will go all the way. Careful, careful. John came up with that steal, just picked it off cleanly and does a 360. And I guess when you're young like that, you can afford to make moves like that. <laughs> <laughs> and our top player of the week. Yeah, I did it on 2K13 this Vic <laughs> Victor Oladipo over uh, Al Horford and Paul Millsap. Correction, remember last week we said Paul Millsap was on Utah? I, I said that, that and he's not actually. It shows how much I really haven't been watching the Utah Jazz. Why does it no? They get no love. They can get love in Utah. <laughs> no, oh, they sell out in Utah. Yeah, they they they, they have a good following. But yeah, they sell out. Not what it used to be. <laughs> so those are our top plays of the week. Man, he's, in, Victor Oladipo has been going good. Yes, he is. Good start in the NBA. Let's move on to the NFL. Please, let's do. And recap week 11. Was it 11 or 12? Uh, I think it was 12. Yo, week 12. It was week 12. Let's recap week 12 starting last Thursday night. Saints 17-13 over the Falcons. The Buccaneers with their third straight win. I don't know why they're continuing to win. They should just tank the rest of the year. You started out 0-8. You might as well. No, right, I mean, that way they'll going. be like at least in the top five in the picks of the draft. Uh, so. they, they messing up. But the 24-21 over the Lions. Lions did not take opportunity of Actually, division. Very quickly, let me ask you that question. Now, let's say that you are coaching the team. Uh-huh. And you all are in the bottom spot, and you have about five more games to go. Uh -huh. And you know, you're in the in the process of the game, it's like halftime, and you know you're ahead by two touchdowns. Would you literally just lose the game? You said ahead by two touchdowns? Yeah. No, okay. seriously, because you... like it's it's like the last five games of the season. Uh -huh. Would you personally just lose the game on purpose for the sake of the draft? Because I'm up by two touchdowns, no, I'm just going to play it out. I'm just going to play as if, you know, I want to actually win. But it, let it be close. And actually, okay. before before that game, I'm actually going to management and having a realistic conversation. Yeah, hey, am I going to be here next year? You know, our record is pretty bad. Like, am I going to be here? Because we need, a, we need to at least see what we have. Then okay. I'll start putting in, you know... Okay. More of my bench in the game. And of course, having them in the game, we might actually lose the game. It, just even playing hard, we might lose. So, but yeah, so my conversation with management is Am I going to be here next year? If not, then I'm trying to win. You know, I, I'm going to try and win every game so then I can keep my job. But if I know, hey, you know, if, you know, we're, we're looking at the one, two, and three pick. I just had to ask. Yeah. Oh, no, that's a great question. It's a debate every year, you know. We always end up seeing this. Sometimes the worst teams, well, the team that ends up being the worst team isn't always the worst team throughout the whole year. Right. <laughs> right. We saw that with the Chiefs last year. Yeah. Wow. And I've, on, on the Chiefs note, if Andy Reid doesn't win coach of the year this year. 
then there's a problem. There is a problem. I might shave my beard. That's <laughs> <laughs> as far as I'm going to go. But, uh, yeah, sorry. No, that's fine. Um, this game ended in a tie. Vikings-Packers 26 yes. in overtime. I was watching that, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And it actually was like a boring overtime. There were only like right. three or four possessions. Look at these teams. Uh, Aaron Rodgers-less, <laughs> yeah. Packers, and the Vikings. The Jaguars won their second game of the year over the Titans. I mean, Titans, Texans, sorry. The Texans, 13 that's to a sad six. story right there. Very sad story. They were supposed to be a Super Bowl contender this year. Exactly. Like, last year, I, I don't know, like, did their personnel change that much for them to be this horrible? I feel like um, with the issues with Schaub, I felt like the rest of the team just I mean, lost confidence. Schaub is questionable. There are a lot of those guys that are questionable that no one really, but whatever. Yes. <laughs> The Chargers with a thriller with a touchdown with less than 30 seconds left from Phillip Rivers to I honestly don't know the receiver's name. I can't pronounce it. That's what I that's that's it's why fine. I can't say it. Just be like that guy. Yeah. 41 <laughs> 38 over the Chiefs. Chiefs with their second consecutive loss. They still are nine and two. Yeah. Panthers 2016 over the Dolphins. Oh my dolphins. Y'all consistently disappoint me. <laughs> but it's okay. I've expected it since when Marino left, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, I've been a Dolphins fan since the eighties. Uh-huh. You know, and Real that was fan. A, legit fan. Like that. That's been because the only football. Like I didn't. That's the only football that I would get coming from the Caribbean because uh-huh. Miami was like the closest. Yes, yes. America. I know how that is. Unless if Puerto Rico had a team, I'd be Puerto Rico all day. <laughs> but everything Miami, you know. So naturally, just form like Florida football teams, and you didn't know what like. The Heat, the Marlins, the Dolphins, the the U, the Hurricanes, anything yeah. Miami, I've been a fan of forever. Go ahead, do your thing. I see real, the expression. Real quick, real face. quick. Where, where where are you from? I'm from Antigua. Oh, okay. Mm. My family's from Jamaica. Grenada. Grenada, had the Isle of Spice. Yes, I had the same issue. Well, not issue. <laughs> the, you know, we get all the Miami channels, right? Yeah. There. So you know, Jeremy asked because he's always excited to meet another Jamaican. No, I'm not. Oh my god, he's always excited. <laughs> all right, all right. To meet oh, hold on, hold on. So <laughs> another on country. That, don't listen. On, to her. on that, I have an issue with that. A lot of people think that Jamaica is the only island. In the yes. So when I get into my, when I get into my accent from time to time, if I'm highly inebriated or angry, they're like, "Oh, where are you from, Jamaica?" And I'm like. Really? Really? Is that the only really? West Indian country? Like, for real, though? You know what? He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hit, hit him with the chips. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, it never fails. Every time, I can always get a roll out of a West Indian. Always. <laughs> never. That's like Jamaica? my goal. That's like, my goal in life. Yeah, you must want to get kidnapped. Or chopped by machete. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, I, cut I'm cut last. <laughs> a plan ass. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we just went off way off top, but it's yeah, all yeah, good. It's, it's all yeah, good. Uh, week, week, week 13, week 12. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Steelers, 27-11 over the Browns. They needed that. The Rams, 42-21 over the Bears. Nice. Uh, the Ravens, Jets, it was quite boring. Uh-huh. It still was boring with yeah. that score, 19-3. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to get to the real exciting one. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Titans, 23-19 over the Raiders. Yeah. Colts, yes, looking awful. What's so, happening? Okay, it's, I just wanna, I think it's just they went up against a good team in the Cardinals. Well, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, but I, still, eleven. Yeah, because <laughs> my homeboy from high school, shouts out to Donnell Dockett. Ah, you know, local ah. guy. You know, uh, number ninety, taking taking Cardinals, trying to take uh, McCarron's girl out to Wingstop. It don't matter to me. 
<laughs> do your thing, brother. <laughs> do your thing. As I remember in Paint Branch, actually, I'm not even going to say that because I don't remember nothing. But <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. But um, like Jim Ursay has been a pro ever since he was, you know, because I'm a huge Peyton Manning fan, but ever since he's like, you know, like the subliminal like you know you didn't want to win right, right, yeah. right. so i've like i haven't I've, I've i've really didn't i don't really don't like that guy yeah so i really wanted peyton and the broncos and they played the codes to just ish on him but that didn't happen yeah and he won and he was saying something out of his mouth but he his twitter was quiet at this game you know what i'm saying <laughs> and i was so and plus you know i've always like you know just because you know my homie and also big shots out to gerald dixon who used to play for the lions back in the day uh -huh. you know he was all we all came out of the same class um now shots out the class in 1999 1999 paint branch and you know like i, I really i want the Colts to go down i want the Colts to go down. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Only because of Jim Ursay in his mouth. Man. But go down. Whatever. Andrew Luck shouldn't have to catch his slack. Yeah. No, I like you know, and, and the thing is, Luck is an awesome quarterback. I like him. He's been doing well, you know. Granted, you know, let's talk about quarterbacks who've had sophomore slumps. Granted, your RG threes of the world. Cam Newton had a sophomore slump. Hold on for a second. We have a guest coming in, another host from the Lazy Hour. Gee, lazy Hour in the house, man. Lazy Hour <laughs> in the house. Thank you for the support and having us coming. <laughs> lazy Hour in the house. So, yes. Um, go ahead. Put this stuff on the ground. Yeah, so, you know, just on, on, on the coast. I'm, like Andrew Luck, you know, like, he's doing his thing. Like, I give him all the credit in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, being new to the league, coming in, and then just expressing himself. You know, he's done better than, you know, like like you have the opposite end of the spectrums, like the spectrum of like, say, like the Ryan Leafs uh -huh. of the world, which if I ever see him on the street, I ain't going to do nothing, but I'm just <laughs> going to be like, shame on you. Yeah. But, you know, like stuff like that, man. But anyway, go ahead and continue. I see some of the scores up there. Oh, oh um, yeah. Um, my boys, they won 24-21. Your boys. Um, have you ever been to Dallas, nigga? No, I have not. Okay. But I've been to numerous other cities to support them, you know. So, just know, not Dallas. Just not Dallas. You know, money is a money's a you know whatever. It's a killer sometimes. It is. <laughs> Dallas. Fan. Well, actually, since you're a Dallas fan and you're wearing Redskins memorabilia, I have a question for both of you. Who in the league, the entire league, of all the teams in the NFL, has the most annoying fans? Hmm. I can. You said Philly. Yeah. <laughs> the engineer says Philly. Um, most annoying say, fans. Ooh. Yeah. I, at times, I think it's the Cowboys. When I hear them, when I go yeah. out places at times, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I see why people hate us. Um, okay, okay. Um, but, um, I feel like Steelers fans are annoying too. And I feel like they just came out of nowhere. Well, I never no. knew a Steelers fan. And that's funny because I think I was definitely going to say Steelers I've fans. never knew a Steelers <laughs> fan until about maybe 2004. Outside of my uh, one of our teachers at school, that was well, like, well, the thing with the Steelers fans, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. In, everywhere because you know they're from. This is how a Steeler fan told me the reason that there are Steeler fans everywhere is because you know when the steel mills and everything broke down, there were no jobs in uh -huh. steel towns, so they tend to they just go where the jobs yeah. are. So you catch them in Oregon, California, uh -huh. Texas, mm -hmm. Nevada. Um, South Dakota, DC, they're all over yeah, the place. Yeah, that's true. You know, and yeah, they can be a little annoying too. I had somebody else in mind, but go ahead, miss. And uh, real quick, it seems to be Steelers or Cowboys. Steelers. Are, um, um, Sir, 
I'm, I'm looking for somebody um, to say what I'm thinking. I beg to defer. Unfortunately, I have a timeline. I have a lot of friends on Facebook, and I happen to have a timeline that has at least a fan from each of the 32 teams. And no uh -huh. offense, but the most annoying fans that Is? I've seen has been the Skins. Yes! And I hate to say that. Thank you there's so only very a small, much. There's only a small amount of Skins fans that I actually talk to because they really talk about football. They understand right. the game of football. They understand how things work. I was they're not bandwagon-type fans. They're just because they live in D.C. that they're automatically Skins fans. You know what I'm saying? Like some of those people where you ask them, how many play? can you name at least five players off the team, and they can't. Five? That's not a lot. <laughs> you know, but still, <laughs> if you're a real fan, you should be able to name five. Most people would ain't even no, fans of the You should be able skin. to name ten on offense. <laughs> you should. <laughs> no, no, I'll give you right, five. Right. But see, I'm not a fan. I'm going to give you five. So, all right. You know so, saying? the reason the reason I bring and, it up. And, wait a minute. But the reason why I said that is because, no offense, but it seems as though um, the team relies on names rather than actual skill. And whenever a name sure. seems to come around the town, all of a sudden there's talks of Super Bowl and. Naming exactly. him the president of the United States, not named exactly. Obama, and giving exactly. him the keys of the city. Yes. Naming Subway sandwiches, Preach, and driving fucking Bentley cars from Eastern Motors, and riding with pride with Henry by your Eastern side, Motors. and all kinds of stuff like that. And they're always yelling and yelling and yelling and that. And then at the end, and it doesn't matter. And at the end of the season, it's is that same fucking look on it's your face. It's nothing. Except for last season, though. But it's same <laughs> right. I give Dallas face. fans like, number two in the annoying the scale. Fuck? Yeah, I give Dallas number, <laughs> number two. two. But see, that, that goes one. to show that that's one of the best rivalries in the game. Because those are the only real fans that actually do speak up, whether they're fans or not. However, I do think the Skins fans just a little <laughs> a little too annoying. I mean, like I, don't, I don't disagree at all. I, ha I hate to... I myself don't go out to watch Skins <laughs> games because I can't tolerate people... My own, my own, my own kin, my own fan base—they're annoying. Jeremy and I talk about this all the time. Um, Twitter—I don't even talk. I don't respond to half the people on Twitter. I know Skins fans are annoying. I am one of the few Skin fans that I have that That's I know right. that sticks to the facts of the Skins. Mm -hmm. right. I mean, I, I stick to the facts because I mean. They're my team, okay? Right. That's all I have to go off of is facts right now. Right. But um, in, in hopes for the future. But I have a lot of I have Dallas fans. I have a lot of fans. Eagles fans. I have a lot of fans, and I know like annoying fans in, on every team. I feel like so it's really hard for me to pick. But um, for someone to say it's Skins fans, I wouldn't even argue that. I mean, I'd give you that. I wouldn't sit here and be bitter and salty and say, "Hey, back off my team." I wouldn't even say that because I mean. Okay. Yeah, oh, I get into arguments with my own oh, fans, and, and, and Patriot fans are kind of. Oh, yeah. no, those are the fans that did not exist. Yeah. They, they yeah. did those not are the exist until 2001. Yeah. Why are you a fan of the Patriots, <laughs> yeah. New England? Why? How does that even come? Oh, As a matter of fact, my Facebook I put up a post on my Facebook the other day, and I really support taking away the title. Taking away the title of America's team from Dallas and giving it to New England. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, to be honest with you, just look at the whole thing. You know, just it just makes more sense that New England is America's team. Well, it makes sense because their name is actually Patriots. But, you, you know. know, that too, the Tea Party thing, you know, blah, 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 blah. But Dallas, I don't know. We could turn that to our topic of the week. <laughs> I don't understand that. I never did understand that. Like I, I was did. like, why is Dallas America's well, team? Well, we, we are America's team, and it came up. You said uh, that you barely what? 
Slap y'all New York Giants fans. New York Giants fans. Speaking from behind the camera. DJ Freak Time. What happened was that the wind was blowing too hard. But yeah, just real quick. It was a... It was a term that was uh, by a sports writer, Bob Ryan, when he noticed whenever the Cowboys were to go on the road, how those games were always sold out back in a time when not every NFL game was sold out. So that's why that term came about. Yeah, and then NFL Films picked it up, and that ended up being the title of the... 72 season, I think, or 71 season. Are the Dolphins? Huh! No, it was 71. I'm sorry, because yeah. Dolphins won yeah. 72. Yeah, yeah thank you for picking that up. It was yeah. a 71 season. The 72 season was serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah, so yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a 71 season, and that ended up being the title for the year for the Cowboys. And it just kind of lived on. So that's just a real quick. Right. You, okay. know. Hey, you know what, though? To be honest with you. You're more knowledgeable about this stuff than some of the some of the Dallas fans I have exactly. on my uh, Facebook. I know. You know. You know what? Shouts they will, out you know to Michael Scott. <laughs> you know what they will say? They'll say it's America's team because they have the most fans. Something oh, stupid I, like I, that. I don't. I don't. I don't. Something stupid that. like that. <laughs> we did. I spit on your screen. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was you. <laughs> Actually, I do know. It's cool, though. <laughs> we didn't talk about this game. Uh, overtime thriller, 34-31, Patriots over the yeah, Broncos. Broncos were up by 24 yeah. points at halftime. Let me tell you a real quick story. Uh, my dad had um, the Accord taken to the dealership on Monday, and um, he had to go to work, so I had to pick it up. So the courtesy van came to the house, picked me up. The guy was talking. He was like, yeah, did you uh, watch that game last night? And I said, well, yeah, I watched it. He was like, yeah, you know, I, I saw the score was 24-0 at halftime. My wife said we got to watch a, a love story since the game is a blowout. So he said we're watching this love story. The, the movie ends. And he said usually he would, like, change the channel back and just see, okay, what happened? And he said, no, man, it was so bad that he went to sleep. Somebody he got to work the next day, and everyone's like, yo, did you see the game? Did you see the game? And he's like, yeah, man, it was a blot at halftime. And they're like, well, the Patriots won. And he said, what? He disrespected Tom Brady. <laughs> he disrespected Tom Brady. I mean, the, the Patriots definitely. He disrespected Ugg Nation. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Patriots Nation. definitely came back. Uh, Tom Brady, um, they could have easily just folded the tent and just said, yep. all right, you know. We're just not going to win this game. This game just isn't ours. And then it didn't help that Peyton Manning didn't play up the par either. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, he can't play offense and defense. Cannot. He can't that play in the cold. That is That is a thing. But his, that, 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 to me, is yeah. the whole thing. I think it was more or less the fucking weather. Because True. you have wind that they, that it was an issue. The wind was the biggest fan of the Patriots on that game. If you played against the win, it was against you. If you were playing with the win, you had a good chance. When they first started the game, I think, game like the, I think Denver too. was with the win in the first half. Yes, they were. And then right. in the second half, they actually went against the win. But I feel like you should adjust your plays based on what the win. But the is bottom doing, line though. is, but the bottom line is to me, honestly, like I think it Redskins was just the game. cold. I think it was. I think it was the cold because let's go back to two. Th let's go back to last season when the game when they played yes. in Mile High, yeah, in Denver in their home stadium against the Ravens. Against the Ravens, 
and they still had this freaking problem about the cold. That is true. It was cold. It's cold yeah. as shit in Colorado. With so there's no way you can sit up here and t- I think it was a, the, the weather situation. There was a lot of stiffness. As you can see, I've never seen Peyton Manning play with gloves. He played with gloves that night. You know, that's been the first time I've ever seen him really play with gloves and stuff. So, obviously, you could tell how cold it was. It shouldn't have been an issue for him because, hell, it was raining like shit when they played the Super Bowl and they won that. Right. I remember all the cold weather they went through when they were the Colts leading up to that Super Bowl game. They should have right. been able to kill that. Right. But now you have a different type of squad that's a little bit better, a little bit healthier and stuff. And for some reason, you couldn't hold on to a 24-0 lead. Valid point. You couldn't, you couldn't hold on to it. You couldn't hold on to a lead that you had during the playoffs last season that would have probably put you in the Super Bowl, which everybody thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Everybody was boosting up Brady versus Manning for the AFC title, title game. Yeah. Same type of cold scenario. What happened? They choked. So, I I'm, mean, I'm, I'm saying it's the weather situation. For yeah, me. all right, all right, cool. I'll give you that. But at the same time, we have to talk about defense. That yeah. defense was you very have porous. to talk about yeah. defense. Yeah. Porous, excellent word. Like, seriously, like, okay, you're up 24-0. Granted, yes, you didn't score the second half. But what was your defense doing? Who was on the other side of uh, Von Miller? Um, I don't know. But Von Miller had a game. He had a, yeah, I know. I, I had him on fantasy, so <laughs> I know. Yeah, he <laughs> me had too. <laughs> he got me 36 <laughs> points alone. <laughs> he got me a monster damn points on my team. Like 107 points on my shit. But um, what I'm saying is, is that, you know, in, in that case, in defense, and I, and I, and I, once again, that's the blame of the, blame of the Broncos. I mean, seriously, there's ways you could have worked it out to where you could have kept Elvis Dumerville last season. And you didn't yeah. do it. That's so, all. That's on the I, GM. I, I, I was on not not just the GM, but uh, mm. uh, unfortunately, from what I understand, was on Dumerville's um, agent. Yeah. Didn't send you know, the paperwork, send the paperwork on, time. on time. But yeah. seriously, if you really wanted to keep him, you would work that damn thing out. Yeah. Because honestly, that was one of the most vicious tandems. When you have a defensive end on both ends, on both sides, mm-hmm. like you actually have it to a point where the line. I mean. The O-line for the New England Patriots is not as good as that, as it has been right. from before. So you should have been easily able to dominate this if you would have had somebody just as good as Von Miller on the other side of it. Right. And you also got to give Patriots their credit, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do have to like give you coaching and, you know, Brady works with what he has. He's known for taking somebody like, all right, we have like a whole new set of receivers, if, you know, scenario, well, then we're just going to make it work. Well, Brady needs to be a little bit more consistent in working with what he has, okay? As you can see, there was one particular game when, was it, no, Kenbrell Tompkins. Yes. Who caught that game-winning pass against the New Orleans Saints, Saints yeah. and they ended up winning that game before the game expired out. The very next week, Gronkowski, whatever, Gronk comes in. And it was like there was no other member of the team that was on that field. Yeah. It was just yeah. Gronk. Yeah. And the Not next game, it was just Gronk. forced him to work with you everything know? he had. But right. you're right. When Gronk came back. Gronk. It was like it was just Gronk. Next game, just Gronk. But you mentioned tandems. You know? He was very comfortable with... You know, said receiver because he's like, look, we've been doing this for so long. Yeah, but you have to deal with what you what's in front of you at that moment. Oh, of course. And you can't deal. If, I mean, if they're double teaming Gronk, then what yeah. are you going to do? If you have Gronk, well, that's good. If if you're double oh, yeah. teaming Gronk, you've already developed all your other players. You, you can have, utilize them, you motherfuckers. Have, right. I feel like he should use you know them a saying? whole lot more. Yeah, then but, he'd be better. And Gronk would have been a better decoy. He would been a great decoy yes. for the situation. Yes. And you could win a lot more games because now you have more players that can pass. But if you're just throwing a Gronk, 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 oh, we're gonna <laughs> catch that motherfucker. We're gonna kill that. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna kill that. So, 
Yeah, at, at this point, you know, this is one of those games, just like the Saints game, in which I see Brady actually spread the ball out. You mm-hmm. saw different people actually putting in work. You saw people actually running. Steven Ridley, I don't know about him, but... Uh, okay, so we have, what, four more weeks in the season? Yeah. yeah so let me ask, who do y'all got going to, who do y'all got in the Super Bowl? Hmm. Too early for me. Yeah. Too early? Yeah. Really? Yeah, Too early for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. And I think both sides, AFC and NFC, too early for me. Okay. Because yeah. I still, even though the Chiefs lost the last two, yeah. they're kind of two flukish losses, too. Yeah, they didn't get blown out. Though. Yeah. And they're going to be mean, hurting for a minute now that Justin Houston yes, is talking about yeah, might not be playing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's going to hurt them against going against Denver again. Yo, <gasps> if Andy Reid doesn't get coached the year, there's a problem. <laughs> Let's move real quick to our uh, sports bloopers. Uh, Jordan, we have one blooper. It's a kid and an usher at a Pistons game. Work it. Fake me, Ontario. Ooh, kill him. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I can dance, mama. Was that the kid in old school? Oh, there's the usher. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, damn. <laughs> he looked like Ray Allen. You know what you Allen. do with your day job. <laughs> Look at Ray Allen up there. <laughs> Go ahead, Ray Allen. I see you. Go ahead, Hercules. I not even know this. Yes, and those are our bloopers. And let's just move right into our sports memes. Um, meme number one. NBA 2K14 Next Gen is That's so terrible. real that Chris Bosh photobombs in the middle of the game. <laughs> really? Man. Yo, Chris Bosh, I haven't man. stolen it yet. <laughs> All right, so maybe it was me, but when they won last year, you know, that we're doing like the post-game interviews and even not even the post-game interview when they were in the locker room uh-huh. after they won Bosch was suspect to me uh, with, yeah. with, with that bottle of champagne that? he was doing too he was doing way too much <laughs> I mean yeah but you know it really stood out to the point where even, even the, the point where you know where uh, there was a game and I remember Wade was interviewing LeBron and then Bosch was in the background doing something, and yeah. Wade gave him this look, like, and he was like, "Oh, <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, like what the hell is wrong with this dude? I think he needs therapy." <laughs> Meme number two: that moment when you realize the Bobcats, Celtics, Magic, Hawks, 76ers, Raptors, and Pistons are ahead of you in the standings, and the Wizards now. Yes. Yes. Meme number three. Look, I'm Derrick Rose. Oh, yo, mama. Uh, that's, that's not man. nice. That's not nice. And if you think that one's not nice, let's go to meme number four. That is not nice. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, wow. Peter Griffin. Uh, that's <laughs> terrible. I can't, I can't laugh. At hold, up, hold, up, but, but, hold up, hold up. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Not every one of these motherfuckers can be Adrian Peterson. <laughs> I know. That's true. You, know, That's you gotta understand that. Adrian Peterson. You gotta understand that. He made it bad for So Adrian Peterson, this, 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 it's your fault, Adrian Peterson, for getting <laughs> so well so quickly and showing off as soon as you came off your ACL right, injury right. that you influence every season. single he other person. Reason, to think. He is the reason people made fun of Derrick Rose. Rose Seriously. It is Adrian Peterson's fault. It's his fault. I, act- I blame I actually Adrian saw Peterson. a meme where Adrian Peterson says that. He's like, man, I came back before. Derrick Rose? That's what he said. <laughs> and if you think this meme was bad, what about the next one? All right, stop. Pouring oh, 40 uh, on him. Stop. Just uh, hey, for wow. real. Hey, I don't Hey, oh, seriously. Wow. That's fucked up. That's wrong. Sorry, sorry for cursing. That's, That's a perfect waste of old English. Hate and the high Very gravity. Last one. Oh, oh. Gross cannot live. Oh. I forgot what it says. Hold on. It says, let me go. That looks real Drake-ish, yo. Yeah, yeah it, it does. Must I was be. about to say. It said, it must be. knees weren't the same. That's Fuck what it's it called. Terrible. And those me- cups that I got those memes drink. came courtesy of, um, I don't know who created them, but Matt is neat. Matthew White sent them to me That's to terrible. use them on the show. Like, I really feel bad. Wow. And Derek talking Rose. about Derrick Rose, our topic of the week, athletes who have had their careers ended or um, not to full potential because of injuries. I want to um, go first. Go ahead, Rike. This makes me sad because I was a big Yao Ming fan. Oh. Yao Ming's... I don't mm. know what was his feet. Yes, it was always the feet huge. and the legs. Yeah, he was too yeah. big. I, I liked watching Yao Ming. I like a big man that can shoot the ball and he can shoot that little oh, mid range. Yeah. It yeah. just, it was sweet. He was awesome. And I don't know, he was just too big for his body. Ugh, that made me sad. What about you, Dark Prince? Mine's Yao. This guy over here, I'm kind of curious. I like it when he wait, talks. Wait, wait, wait. What, the, the question again? Say it again. Athletes whose career have been derailed by injury. Shit, we're looking at it right now. Didn't we see the game on Monday? <laughs> uh, damn, didn't you see the game? I know we saw the, the football game on Monday night, didn't yes, we? Yes, we did. We did. Didn't we? <sighs> did we? I, I don't think it's totally no. done for him, though. No. No well, uh, no shit. No <laughs> you couldn't tell me. You couldn't tell me. I mean, it had to be to a point where, I mean, the thing for me was watching Homeboy. I think the worst part about that whole thing is watching him go down. And not a single Redskin teammate came to pick him up. I, I did notice that. I noticed that before Gruden so, mentioned it in the so, game. So no, but this has been going on for a minute though. And that's what <laughs> you I, know what I'm saying. It I, wasn't just wasn't just Monday's game. It was the game the week before that. The week before you see these games in which you have a line that will not fucking protect you or protect for you. I'm a Raiders fan. I remember watching Jason Campbell, Jamarcus Russell. All these quarterbacks go through this fact where the line won't protect them, but it's almost like a hazing situation. Mm-hmm. This is not a hazing. This is beyond a hazing. This is a straight up we don't fucking like you situation. Because mm-hmm. if we don't, we're not even going to protect for you. I've never seen a quarterback drop back as much as RG three has, and it's mainly because that line will not hold strong for him. Everybody says, oh, yeah, he's got the top rushing yards. Well, because look how much he has to freaking run. Right. Michael Vick. And, and, I, and I hate to say it, and, and it, it, his career is somewhat derailed because of the fact that it got derailed when, number one, you didn't put him through the preseason. You didn't let him play during the preseason. And I understand you're trying to let him get his rest on everything. But you had to think on the other side of the ball, you have a whole defense that have been watching Tate's about him. 
and then you even boot, then you even empty any up the pot and say, "Here's the game for you," by sending the boy out on the field with a brace on. <laughs> you gave him a target. You already know what you're gonna hit. It's, it's, it's like it was a bullseye right on your kneecap. Ray Lewis said yeah. in the first game. So yeah, I do believe RG3's re- uh, career has been seriously derailed. Mm. Seriously derailed. And it, it's going to take a miracle. I mean, I'm serious. It's going to take a minute for him to come back. I don't even think next year is going to be enough for him. I think he needs another year. Wow. Very interesting. Seriously. Because then you have to, not only do you have to rehab yourself, but you have to rehab your 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 communication and your bridges with your own team. Mm-hmm. And until you do that, shit. Yo, yeah. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> That's an interesting, uh, interesting yeah. perspective on that. Yeah. I have one uh, person, Enrique mentioned this to me earlier. Um, but she said Yao Ming, so I'm going to take another Houston Rocket player, Tracy McGrady. Ooh, that's a good one. How, you know, that's the back spasm, the constant one. back spasm. Man, and he was I get sad great. every time I think about it. Like, Tracy McGrady, I, I, don't even, I can't even begin to imagine where he would have been, like what kind of career he would have had. Not saying that he'd have been like... Yeah, he was not, nice, though. He was just nice. He was tough. Yeah, he that was. 2002 to 2004 period. Yeah, he was it was nice. it was. There were many. Not only people, there are many NBA experts that were saying, "Well, I don't know who's the best two guard, but it's between Kobe and Tracy McGrady." Mm. Like that was how good he was. And mm. not everyone was saying, oh, yeah, it's Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and Kobe had already nice. ha- was on the already had a couple of rings by then. Right, right. You know, right, right. That, I think that's one person. Was there anyone that... Uh, yeah, I wanted to... I'm definitely going to go with Anthony, a.k.a. Penny Hardaway. Oh, yes. You know, Hardaway. I'm going yeah. there. You know, it yeah. was very sad. Um, my condolences, homie. But on that, just a, a little bit of a segue. I was reading something somebody tagged me on Facebook with and actually just commented on it. When you look at, um, I can't remember his name. There was a certain NBA player. Well, we can just pick almost anyone, but not really. He made $70 million within his career, mm-hmm. you know, then he retired. But after he retired, with the money that he made from the NBA, he invested into businesses. So he owns like three or four 7-Elevens, a couple of McDonald's, and a couple of Starbucks. So his he put his money to work for him, and it grew. So mm-hmm. he's like a, you know, he turned like... That seventy million that he made and invested some of it, and now he's like a multi-millionaire, like you know, eighty, ninety plus, in addition to the seventy million. Uh-huh. And then one of my homies who have actually seen play before he made it big, mm-hmm. Iverson, mm. who made over two hundred million AI. in his uh, career, and now he's thirty million in debt. That is true. You know, so I'm just want to wake up now, people. You better learn how to take care of your money. <laughs> like seriously. You know, it's not yeah. how much you make, it's what you do with your money. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I got three players, Go unfortunately, ahead. I need to mention. Um, I'm going to say Jermichael Finley, Green Bay Packer tight end. Oh. And I'm going to say Greg Oden. Mm. Ooh. Yes, he's making a comeback, yeah. but still. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. He was yeah. supposed to be the big starting center. Yeah. yeah. And and a dude on my team, um, fortunately, I hate to say it, but every year you get excited for this guy, and then he'll play, give you about two or three games, and he'll turn around and Is he a crackhead? Miss, like, Don't tell me he's a crackhead. Like nine or ten of them and then try to sneak back in towards the end of the season. He's done this for the past four or five years now, and I'm fed up. Darren McFadden. No. Oh, really? Oh, that yeah, is true. 
And yes, I don't know. I, I don't know why he's always yes, rated I high. Said it. He's always rated high in fantasy football. Yeah. Because he ain't always. been playing. <laughs> Seriously. Always, man. And it's like, it's crazy. You know he's gonna get hurt, but you still get tempted to be like, yo, yeah. maybe this is the year right. that I'm gonna pick yeah. him and he's gonna be good. No. I know this is way throwback, but um, Gail Sayers. Went through the same situation, yeah. too. And yeah. if he had the technology that we had, he definitely would have played longer. But he played six seasons for the Bears, and it was six phenomenal seasons. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was cut short by injury. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I forgot the dude's name. Uh, I think his last is, is it. I could be wrong. I think his last name is Dawson. Played with the Bengals back in the 70s. Phil da- no. uh, is it Phil Dawson? That's Phil Dawson's a kicker, though. He's a kicker for um, Cleveland Browns. No, okay. maybe, maybe I'm just talking. Maybe uh, I'm thinking about someone who's just, I don't know. Dawson? But, yeah, he was that name good for the though. Bengals. Sound familiar, though. And he, he was there when, when Bill Walsh was the offensive coordinator for the Bengals. And he was very good. Right. He ended up having a rotator cuff surgery and that pretty much uh, killed his career and that somewhat Clifton, stalled Clifton Dawson? I don't know that somewhat stalled the West Coast offense because then Bill Walsh had to wait a few more years until he was in San Francisco and with um, Joe Montana I like to say Joe Montana <laughs> <laughs> so yeah those are just a few um, few athletes and we definitely gonna you know talk about this another time because uh it's injuries always come up basketball ones but there's a lot yes but there's a lot um we could definitely talk about that um real quick tomorrow's thanksgiving happy thanksgiving everyone happy holidays everyone and uh real quick prediction uh packers lines who's winning all right if uh what's his name what's that white boy's name um yeah, Rodgers. Yeah. If Rodgers plays, well, I really don't think they should play. Oh, he, he's out. He's ruled he's out, out already. Yeah, he's yeah. Out. I, yeah. I think they should. And versus Matt the Flynn Lions, starting. Um, coin flip. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm just going to go with the Packers. I'm going with the Lions. Um, I mean, I feel like the Lions will win, but I have, you know, like that, that quarterback that they got going on, he's, he, he's growing. Yeah. He's growing. I mean. All I, all I got to say is that six fucking touchdowns Matt Flynn threw. I think it was a game against, if the I remember, lines. was it the Lions? <laughs> um, I'm going with the Packers. Yeah, I'm going with the one. Packers. I'm going with the Packers too, Matt Flynn. I just feel like this is this would be the game. Yeah. And the Lions, the game yeah. he would play. Uh, and the Lions, I feel like they're just choking it away as usual. Yeah. That they shout did. out to Ryan Lee. No discipline. <laughs> Cowboys Raiders, who's winning? Okay, now that's hard for me to say because I am a Raiders oh, fan looking dead at a Cowboys. <laughs> but this is what I am going to say: No Sean Lee means we will see. Exactly.